0: Now blessed to have the first message today by Mr. Ken Barton entitled, Believing and Living. Thank you, everyone. It's not actually the start of the message, but did anybody get enough cold? there <laughs> We lived in, uh, when I was 13 or 14, we lived in Milwaukee for a year Uh, from San Francisco Bay Area. So we'd always wondered what it'd be like to, you know, really experience winter and snow and all that. And we got to. It was nice. It was the next year after we left and moved here, they had a really serious winter. As it was, it got down to... 20 below a couple of times. We had snowdrifts in between the trailers that were as tall as trailers. So that was interesting. I are glad to be here and I are glad to leave most of that up there. (coughs) Now I'll get on. What if we lost our abilities to read and to understand God's word? I got to thinking about this the other day. I realize one of the things that could occur is that God could turn away from us. Romans 128, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do things which are not convenient. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate... Deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, inventors of evil. Uh, I'm sorry. Without natural affection, implacable and unmerciful, who commit the knowledge, who knowing the judgment of God. That they which commit such things are worthy of death not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Sounds almost like somebody paying attention, news, doesn't it? Reprobate comes from Strong's Greek number G96, which means unapproved, that is rejected, by implication worthless, literally or morally. Cast away, rejected, reprobate. That would be a terrible thing to have happen, wouldn't it? But also what I'm thinking about is what if our education system was so poor that we weren't able to reason? That we didn't have the skills necessary to understand God's word. That really brings to the forefront how essential it is for our children to be raised in the Word of God and to receive schooling that will make it possible for our children and ourselves for that matter to be able to reason. That is why having a proper education can be so very vital. It's really covered quite a bit in Proverbs, isn't it? How many of you have noticed all the pre-Christmas buildup? Or how many of you were living in a cave? <clears throat> it's basically been ever since Thanksgiving you know they had whole, whole hog there's been juggernauts of money making ads and sales going on like there wasn't going to be an end just think of how many people out there driving by here would be flabbergasted to know that we weren't all gathered up in here in this church singing Christmas carols and passing presents around, but we aren't here to do that, are we? We are here to celebrate God's next to last weekly Sabbath of 2022, not Christmas Eve or Christmas or any other pagan holidays. And why is that? Because of commandment number one, Exodus 23, you shall have no other gods before me. Pretty simple, isn't it? Now let's suppose someone doesn't still quite get that basic sentence. So we'll expand it a little and we'll go down to verse 8. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. This is a fourth commandment. The next three verses explain it even further. uh, But I'm not going to (coughs) to read them. Um, But these things are basic. You're you're probably wondering why I'm even talking about these things because, you know, but it's because they're the basics. The basics are what will make us or break us. Let's go to the main reason that people notice we're different. And that's because we're always here on Saturday. And if we're here on Sunday, it's th- we know we're going to be here once a year <laughs> on Pentecost, you know. And we're having... Uh, a men's bible study on, on Sunday mornings but is it, for most part there's nothing really going on here on Sundays <clears throat> and again why is that because we know that God established the Sabbath rest on the very first seventh day period Genesis 2 1 through 3 Thus the heavens and the earth, and all the host of them were finished. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work which God had created and made. Moses also points this out again in Deuteronomy uh, chapter 5, verses 12 Through 15. Thus the heavens, and I see, I'm sorry. Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy, as the Lord your God commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant nor your ox nor your donkey nor any of your cattle nor your stranger who is within your gates that your male servant and female servant may rest as well as you. And remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt and the Lord your God brought you out from there by a mighty hand. Okay, I've lost I told Glenn to watch. I had to make some adjustments here. And I said, it's possible I'll be reaching in here and getting the old ones out. Always good to have a little backup. And I'm still not finding it. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. By a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the holy Sabbath day. Keep the Sabbath day. Okay. I apologize. Thankfully, I have scriptures right here that I wanted. <coughs> okay. John 1, 1 through 3. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him nothing was made that was made. That's Jesus. He set it all up. If he wanted his birthday to be remembered. He would have taken care of that. God, and and I've heard it, opined that it was Jesus, and I don't have a problem with that. I can understand that. Jesus, God himself, wrote the Ten Commandments on two tablets of stone with his finger. And then he gave them to Moses, right? And when Moses got mad and broke them, God said, you need to give me two more tablets of stone that I can fix that for you. God is a good parent. He watches out for us. He doesn't let our temper tantrums, doesn't let us get away with things just because we got mad. So Moses cut out a couple of more tablets of stone and the Lord wrote on those tablets and gave them to him. some reason I have okay I'm sorry I found it okay because I didn't finish my verse did I Deuteronomy 5 15 remember you were a slave in the land of Egypt the Lord your God brought you out of there by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm therefore the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day we know that God Set everything up for a reason. Exodus. Have any of you ever seen where God commanded us to, take, to, to celebrate a birthday? And we celebrate birthdays. I celebrate birthdays. My brother, who grew up, or didn't grow up, but he was in, in Worldwide, he asked me one time, why do you do birthdays? I said, because I like to thank God for the gift of their life, someone's life. I told him I'd like to thank God for the gift of of his life and mine. But God never commanded that we celebrate his birthday for sure. I'm going to do some studying on it. I'm going to do some praying on it because God answers prayer. That's how Glenda and I came here. We had, brought, we had questions about the sabbath and we prayed about it. God took care of it. God got Glenda into a place where she could meet a young fellow from England. And Matthew Steele said, I'm glad to explain things to you and share with you my knowledge. But realize that there will be eventually a time that you will need to make a decision what you're going to do with the knowledge that you have. If you don't want to do that, then that's okay. We'll just be friends and work together. But if you want to learn, I'm glad to teach you. I'm glad we did. God does tell us things that we do need to do, though, doesn't he? We need to observe Passover. We need to observe the other feast days. Today, though, I'm going I'm to focus on Passover because that's the precursor of Jesus' sacrifice for the sins of mankind. It is the, the miracle that freed the Israelites from Egypt's rule, isn't it? But it's not only Jesus' crucifixion, but also his resurrection that we celebrate. Because that is the only way that salvation was made possible for mankind. Because before, when Jesus was born, except for the fact that of the virgin birth, which nobody knew except for Mary and, and her husband, he was just like any other baby that was born, wasn't he? There was no difference. What made Christ different Was because when he was crucified for our sins, undeservedly so, he was resurrected. Because he was without sin. He paid the price for us so that we could be here. So that we could be possibly forgiven. Because we have to go to him. So let's get back to the title of the message. What What if we lost it? What if we lost the ability to understand what God tells us is important to understand? If that happened, we wouldn't know how to seek God, would we? We probably wouldn't even be inclined to do that, would we? But many believe that way themselves, that they can do whatever is necessary to be saved. They can attain everlasting life. That's why you see examples of people trying through their own efforts to do the works and get good enough to impress God. And then he'll realize that they've passed the test and he'll just let them in. Doesn't quite work that way. Believe it or not, I'm afraid that there would have been and still are those that would have trouble catching on. So God of course knew that as well. So he explained it a little further. Exodus 20. Verses 4. Through 17. You shall not make for yourself a carved image. Any likeness in any, of anything. That is in heaven above. Or that is in the earth beneath. Or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them. Nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children of the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who keep me, love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. And I've, I've read that it says, for in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the earth, land which the Lord your God is giving you. Shall not murder, shall not commit adultery, shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor, shall not covet your neighbor's house, shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant or female servant or ox or donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. I believe that God tried very hard To make these easy to understand, it's pretty simple. But I also know that it wasn't going to work because it couldn't do the job, right? If it was going to work, we wouldn't have needed Jesus to be crucified for our sins, would it? The law could only convict us of sin. It couldn't do anything to make us right once we had sinned. So that's not quite what Jesus said that we needed to do. Didn't need to work on, get ourselves perfect. John 6, 28 and 29, the people that Jesus was talking to said, they said unto him, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, and this is it. This is the work of God. That you believe on him whom he hath sent. Simple, kind of. I'm pretty certain that's not what they were expecting to hear. They were expecting to receive a job list, you know, something they could get and go do the check sheet, you know. And uh, <clears throat> it was spell out everything that they're supposed to do, and they, yep, got that one. Yep, got that one. I'm doing a good job. Ah, You just blew it. Pride in yourself. The problem really was they already had that list. The Ten Commandments, basically. But there's a whole lot more in Exodus and Leviticus. But it's called the law. Pretty much covered. Again, the problem being it covers the, the, it covers what doesn't work. Again, it just tells us where we're messing up. Trying to cover the, all those laws cannot bring us what we need to get salvation. They can only bring focus on where we fall. What Jesus told him is what must be done. We must believe on him, on Jesus, who God sent. Not believe in him, but on him, the word of God, on every word. Because a lot of people say they believe in Jesus. Yeah, I believe there's a Jesus. Or some people say they believe in God, that there's a God. You know, some of them have different definitions of what we would say, but they, they say they believe in him. But do they believe him? Matthew 4.4 4, But he answered and said it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I need us to notice I need us to notice that qualifying word every. That's the key. It was the key to Adam and Eve and it is the key for every man and woman who will exist from that time forward to the end of time. For when man failed to believe every word evil came in when we believe every word of God then we will live and obey them because that's what God says that's what needs to be done that's what we'll do if we live and obey only God's word and not listen to Satan or somebody else to say oh you won't surely die what God say? yeet it you die Anyway, if we live and obey only them, we won't be failing him, will we? I don't know about you. I would really love to truly make that change in my life. where all I do is according to God's word. Just think of the difference that believing, believing and living God's every word would make in our lives.